I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric at home of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Today, good. Today, we welcome Sam Fortier to the show from the Washington Post. Sam, I know you've been busy today. I appreciate a little bit of your time. Of course. Thank you for having me. Did I do it? Did I say it right? Is it Fortier or Fortier? I was uh, trying to Fort- convince myself. <laughs> Fortier, yeah. Fortier. Uh, I was right. I'm going to rub that into my wife. So thank you for that. <laughs> Let's uh, let's get let's get right into this piece that came out today. Twice these stories have come out now. The one back in 2010 with the beauties of the beach, uh, and the one that came out last week. Um, are you surprised that we? You think we've gotten to the end of this story yet? I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, this was a revelation that we had a little bit under two months ago uh, with with. Um, you know, 15 women uh, coming forward and, and accusing the the Washington football team of harboring a culture of sexual harassment. And then obviously today, um, you know, 25 more come forward with, with the same thing. So, I mean, I think that the one thing that, that reporting on this story has taught us, uh, and I should be clear that I, I was not involved in reporting today's story. I was involved in reporting the last story, the initial story. Uh, but I think what we've learned from this process is that, as more allegations come out, if, if more people feel empowered to come forward, um, th- this story is, is evolving. So I think it's, it's, it's premature or impossible to say that, that this might be the end of things. If we're to believe that the culture was spurred from the top of the organization, are you surprised that we haven't heard any mention of Bruce Allen? He, he seems to be one of the only ones in the upper tier that we haven't heard about. Yeah, I would. I don't want to speculate on who is or is not in the story. I think that just this is what we've been hearing so far. Uh, you know, when we when we talk to uh, the the women who have come forward, the the former team employees who have come forward, these are these are the names we're hearing. These are the stories that we're hearing, and and that's what we're reporting so far. On the videos that were edited together. Is there legal ramifications to that? Is it a crime to to keep those edited? pieces portions uh it's it's unclear at this time um whether or not those would constitute um you know that there would be legal ramifications but but obviously i think um the the women who have retained um the dc attorney who was involved in the um in the in the woman who came forward in the brett kavanaugh case during his confirmation um they they could explore something to that to that regard but i i don't think we've seen um, them take that step yet. Yeah, I was going to ask you that you're talking about Lisa Banks, who was part of the uh, law firm that represented Christine Blase Ford. Uh, and I, I'm, I would assume that that moves the needle just a little bit that I think we have uh, 12 women have hired lawyers now. Is that right? Yes. Yes, I believe that's correct. Is it unusual? Is it odd? I, one of the revelations in this piece, or maybe it was from the piece that you did first, there's only one person in the PR department. Uh, in the HR department, yes. For for but, a time, for a time there was um, one person in, in human resources, and that 
to me was was one of the biggest takeaways that we've seen throughout the two stories is is that it's not just the the culture that was was present uh, with some powerful male employees. Obviously, you know, one of the most notable being Larry Michael, who we've seen, you know, come out th- through these two stories, but also that there was really no infrastructure uh, internally to, to resolve these issues for, for women or any other employee to, to come forward and say, hey, this is, this is something that happened here. This is messed up. We need to fix it. There really wasn't an infrastructure for that to happen. Larry Michaels, well, when I was writing these questions, uh, Dan Snyder has since uh, released a statement saying that he didn't know anything and then he doesn't re- uh, recall any of the Scourby allegations about uh, hotel inappropriateness at the boxing event. Uh, but uh, Larry has also. Are you surprised that Larry was allowed to quit instead of being terminated? Do we know the timeline on that? Uh, all I know is, is that we brought the allegations against Larry Michael to the team before our first story published. And shortly thereafter, Larry Michael announced that, that he would be retiring. That, that's what I know in terms of timeline there. Not that Wilkinson, the, uh, the lady that Dan, the lawyer that Dan Snyder hired to investigate, isn't doing her job, but do you think at this point it's time for the NFL to step in and take over the investigation? Um, I don't think that's my place to say, you know, whether or not the NFL should step in. Um, I mean, they, they said previously that they would respect the finding of, of, of Beth Wilkinson's investigation. And, and obviously we haven't seen any public change on that stance thus far. Um, obviously our story came out uh, a little bit after 11 this morning and, and we're talking at four this afternoon. So, th- so there's definitely time and, and space for things to change. But as of right now, we, we haven't seen the NFL uh, take any other steps on this. Do you think that the moves that Snyder has made over the last couple of months will help keep the NFL off his back, if you will? Uh, I, I still think that it's, it's tough to say, right? Because like, this is a situation, obviously, that, that for the NFL owners, for, uh, for the league, for, for this franchise, I mean, these are, are, you know, really disturbing stories that paint a very troubling picture of, of what, this, what this franchise is doing. And obviously, you know, a, mantra, a common mantra among owners is grow the pie, you know, put profits above everything else, keep everybody in line. Um, and, and obviously, that is not uh, what's happening in Washington. And, and so it, it's sort of unclear what their next step will be. But, but I think that, um, you know, certainly this is grounds uh, for owners to be upset and to, and to possibly take action. Do you think that it would be tough to get, I'm trying to word this right, assuming that this isn't the only organization that has problems um, of this nature do you think that the other owners are less likely to be angry about this? Yeah, I think it's – I don't want to speculate about what's going on in other organizations, but obviously, I mean, there's been some high-profile, um, you know, missteps in the past with, with marquee organizations. I mean, uh, Robert Kraft's situation of the New England Patriots, you know, with, with the spa, obviously there's some – there's a lot of context that, that uh, we don't have time to unpack in that craft case. And, and it looks like um, with his superstar legal team, he's going to get off at least legally um, right now that that's how it seems. But, 
But uh, as far as, you know, what will the owners do? What will the owners tolerate? Um, I just think it, it's just too early to tell right now um, what they could be thinking. La Famina is fired, and we assumed at the time that it was due to the way he was handling ticket sales. And uh, do you think that that still holds up, or was this more about his coming down on the misogynistic attitudes in the building? Yeah, our, our reporting shows, I think, that it was a, it was a cultural clash uh, between him and Dan Snyder, I, I'm, you know, it, it's sort of um, not exactly clear. Hey, was was Snyder upset about La Famina, um, you know, kind of trying to crack down on the misogyny? I think ultimately, what we've heard is is that it was really the the decline in ticket sales and that that chart, you know, that, that he shows in the meeting that shows, you know, hey, this quarter's revenue is is way down, and um, I, I think you know it, it ultimately was was likely a profit-based decision. Um, but I'm sure that, that, you know, a newcomer arriving and, and trying to shake the place up and trying to change the way that things were, um, you know, that, that couldn't have sat right. In today's climate, have we heard from the league or organizations about the need to still have cheerleaders on the sidelines? Yeah, this is, this is, I think a really interesting question. Um, and I, I don't know if we've seen too much conversation or movement about that. I know that obviously um, some teams, though I'm struggling to think of specific examples, have, have talked about either reframing cheerleaders or saying, hey, you know, this is a, this is a, a dance team we're going to dress differently. Um, I think there's ways that, that people or teams can go about changing either the perception or, or the usage of these, team, of these you know, cheerleading teams. Um, but it's certainly, I think, the next step in this conversation after you say, hey, you know, the way that, that these women are treated uh, or compensated, those things are, are a little bit off base. We need to kind of maybe rethink this thing structurally. Yeah. Uh, and, and a follow up on that. I know that the, um, the WOW, the women of Washington, do a lot of work with the team. Has anybody heard from them? Have they had a comment on what's going on with this stuff? No, we, we haven't heard from them. We haven't seen any, any public movement um, by that part of the organization. And the same thing with Tanya Snyder? Yeah, we, we have not heard anything there either. Well, during an offseason for the ages, this piece may be the most incredible story yet. We thank you so much today for giving us a little bit of your time. Maybe we can get you back during the season and actually talk a little ball. <laughs> that, that'd be great. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Sam. Yep.